Suck my dick! Alright y'all, we're back. Once again, put it on record, this is the podcast about DJing, hosted by DJs, and we're having a very first on this episode, this will be the first time I'll be on here by myself. Uh, don't forget to celebrate a birthday last night, shout out to her, just turned 21, um, and Recio is off being booked and busy. So it's me. We haven't updated in a while, and I told myself a long time ago that I would at least record an episode a week, even if they weren't available, just to keep people engaged, because there's always something to talk about in the world of DJing. However, I haven't been um, keeping up with that, but now I am. So here we go. Um, It's been a minute. It's been almost two months since we had an episode, so there's a lot to cover. Especially, um, there's a very special topic I'm sure everybody wants to get to. We'll talk about that in a second, though. Um, a lot of gigs. Let's talk about all the gigs that have happened since then from all three of us. We have the Orange Soda. That was August 5th. First all-woman DJ lineup at Orange Soda. Also the first Orange Soda that I, that I didn't DJ. And it was a, a hit. Big shout-out to Queen Celine. Original Black Unicorn. Pastel and don't fret. Don't fret is going to be the topic of this podcast, to be honest. But she really went crazy um, in the prime time slot. Really had everybody partying, um, you know. And it's coming up on five years of her DJing, and she's really ahead of the game, to be honest. Um, so salute to her, Orange Soda. That was a blast. With that orange soda, I actually had a wedding that weekend, so I went up a Friday for the wedding rehearsal, drove back, uh, it was in Cleveland, drove back down, did orange soda, the next day drove back up with my equipment, did the wedding in Cleveland, drove back down that night at like 11 at night. And it seems like a lot of driving, right? But the reason why I bring this up is because for weddings, you always want to go to the rehearsal if it's available for two reasons. One... If it's at the venue, and it's a venue you've never been at, you want to see where they're going to put the DJ. And I'll talk about that later in the podcast, but you don't want any surprises. You want to, you want to get an idea of here's where the speakers are going to be, here's where I'm going to be. Um, as far as when it comes to speeches, I know where I got to go with the mic. Um, is it indoor, is it outdoor, et cetera. So I definitely wanted to be part of that, and I didn't care I had to drive because – I, I really need to see where I was going to be because I hate going into places unprepared. And at the last minute, I'm like, oh, I didn't prepare for X, Y, Z. Even in this, almost my 15th year. Oh, this is my 15th year. Yeah, that's another thing that happened. September 9th was the 15-year anniversary of DJ Burn. Air horn. Yeah, anyways, but I still get surprises, as I'll talk about in a second with another wedding. But, yeah, did the wedding. Um, we, there was also the VIP reception for the African American male wellness walk that was at a nice venue in downtown Columbus. And they had me like on the second floor in the VIP section, but it was like overlooking the balcony and the house system had mics, but they were terrible. And I'm glad that that wasn't my fault because the mics was terrible. You couldn't really hear their house system as with most house systems, 
for like banquet halls. It's just like speakers, just enough for you to speak into a mic. It's not made for music. But if they would have just used my mic, it probably would have sounded better. But whatever. Uh, what else? Oh, I did a, me and uh, Recio did the African American Male Wellness Walk. It's a 5K walk slash run. It's done annually. I think this was the 19th year. But I was stationed towards the final half a mile. Recio was on the route, too. And we're there to just really play music and encourage her. You know, just get on the mic saying, you're almost there. Keep going. We appreciate you coming out, shouting out people. Um, the only drawback to that is that I was in the middle of a parking lot at AutoZone in direct sunlight. And you know that that's not really good for your equipment. So I got to remember to bring a tent. It wasn't bad weather, just the direct sunlight can sometimes overheat your equipment and then it just cuts off. Then you should have a look. Um, then that night I did a birthday party. Um, a guy booked me for his wife's birthday party. It was very intimate setting, but people came to have fun and it was a crowd like my age and older. So, you know, I always say I'm pretty good at reading the crowd. And so, once I realized they wanted to hear like 90s, early 90s, it was a rap, you know. And I, I even did like an extra 15, 20 minutes because I uh, I appreciated the crowd, you know what I mean? So uh, that was dope. Following weekend was the Garden Party Classic. Shout out to Destin and Ashley, just friends. This is the second, second? Yeah, second Garden Party Classic. It was at Strongwater. This was a dope event. Everybody dressed up, dressed for the occasion, bright, you know, summer colors. I had a bunch of activations, a bunch of places for you to take pictures. And uh, it was at Strongwater, which is multiple rooms. It was supposed to rain. Oh, it did rain. So, uh, Recio was supposed to be outside, but they moved her inside to the, to the vendor area. She was over there doing her thing. And me and Don't Fresh split time in the main room. And one of my better events of the year... Really had that joint going uh, just because traditionally when you get people dressed up and at a day party, they don't really like to get down. I mean, I, I don't know if it's because it's light outside, they're not drunk enough, but, you know, I just had to turn it on. And that's why using the mic is pretty important, too. Like some people just need guidance and encouragement. And sometimes you got to jump on the mic like, hey, man, if y'all sitting down, you came in for the wrong reason. You wasting your money. Get up out your seats. You know, X, Y, Z, shit like that. Uh, what was next? Breakaway. Okay, so we did Breakaway. Uh, big shout to Bobby Fane for putting us on. We did the Silent Disco, which was just a stage off of the main stage there for, um, it was three D three DJs going at once. If you ain't never been to a Silent Disco, uh, you come in, you put on headphones, and it got three channels. You can pick which DJ you want to hear. There's three going on at the same time. Um, shout out to all the other DJs. There's way too many to name, but most importantly, um, big shout to Recio again. Don't fret in the double O. Uh, Dev Draper, Slouch, um, uh, Mike Dow was there. A bunch of people was there. Um, only downside to that was uh, so these shows traditionally has the uh the club DJ setup, which is you know two CDJ two thousands, the whole Nexus setup, and the DJM nine hundred. Which, if you're coming off a controller or a S9, you're used to, you know, having those pads in front of you for your cues or whatever else. Uh, they ain't got that on, on the 900. And if you don't have the right, like, version of Serato, 
the 900 don't work with your computer at all anyway. So a lot of people brought their own controller. I didn't want to park and walk through the festival with my controller, so I just used the uh, CDJs. I also bought a GoPro 360 Max just to record some more interesting content. I need to use that more because the uh, 360 camera is dope. Um, but Breaker was cool, except for money back yo canceling and what happened with Gunna. So 21 Savage was the headliner, and then you know Babyface Ray was there, Fabio, Corday. Um, we saw a little bit of 21 Savage said he was the, like the headliner, headliner, I guess, and then banged out. Um, uh, next, next was uh, the following week, Super Soda featuring Manny Fresh. We had Manny Fresh before at Orange Soda Fest in 2019, if you remember. Um, so then he came back to the city. Uh, and the reason why we wanted him at Orange Soda because he's a good ass DJ outside of being a producer and the hits he made or whatever, he's a good ass DJ. So IQ did the first two hours. Big shout out to DJ IQ. And then Reseo did the hour after that. And then I jumped on. Uh, Manny Fresh came early. Um, and he he brought his, he traveled with his own equipment, which I thought was interesting because most um, performing acts or booked artists, you know, they have a writer and then the promoter just su- supplies the equipment. But he brought his own controller, which. Uh, for you DJs listening, he uses a Rain One, which makes sense. It's a moving platter, um, and still convenient. And you know, like I say, he a real DJ, so he was up there cutting. He was doing his thing. Um, he didn't really play the Manny Fresh produced classics like I thought he would. I mean, he played some, but I don't know. I guess if you you made those songs and it's been over twenty years, you, maybe you're tired of playing them. I get that, but I don't think people are tired of hearing it. Like, and plus he had a uh, this is another thing. He had an hour and a half set, which is crazy long, especially for a book talent. So I understand like playing different things, but I also want to hear you know like the block is hot and stuff like that. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. But shout out to Manny Fresh because he's super cool, super laid back. Uh, not Hollywood at all. Same thing um, with with drama, but even more so because Manny Fresh came early, hung out afterwards, took pictures with people. Um, he was up in the green room at Forum, which I didn't even know there was a green room. Like I, that, that was brand new to me. I, I went up there. He gave me a drop. Uh, we took some pictures together. Big shout out to Manny Fresh. Super cool dude. Um, what's next? Oh, for, uh, after that. Um, I went up to uh, Rebar in Cleveland. Big shout out to Rebar and Rachel and Corey Grant. Uh, we was there for All-Star Weekend, and then um, I've been trying to get back up there. I'm really trying to uh, do more bookings out of town in general, and um, they wanted me up there. And so went up there with Corey. Corey's an amazing DJ. Um, I hold him. I hold Corey Grant in real high regard, as, as, as with uh, a few other DJs. And um, just sitting there. It's always good to DJ alongside different DJs, other DJs, because, you know, no matter how far along you are in your career, you can pick up things as far as, like, how they do things, how they transition, the songs they play, because um, everybody don't play the same sets. So you're like, oh, you know, I forgot about that song, or um, I wouldn't have thought to do, do that transition, or, you know, you pick up things if you're paying attention. That's why I like, whenever I'm on the bill with somebody else, I like to come for the whole event. 
and actually listen to the other DJs and see what they're doing and see if I can pick up something something new, you know? But, yeah, so while I was there, thankfully, you know, Corey had an S9 in his uh, turntable and phase, so not having to travel with equipment is great as well. Um, it was a good time, a good turnout. Um, not, I mean, not, not, too, not too much to say. I like Rebar. I like Cleveland. I like going places where I don't want to say this is a Columbus thing because I hate when people shit on Columbus, but other places actually like to go out and dance and not just stand around. Um, I mean, there's certain parties in Columbus that do that as well, but for the most part, yeah, I, I just like I like playing music for people to have a good time, not to just stand around and look at me like they're stupid. So yeah, shout out to Rebar. Um, the next day we had to be in Cincinnati for orange soda. Um, so me and my wife came back down, took a little nap, got up on Saturday, drove down to Cincinnati, checked in the Airbnb, went to the mock B. It's a nice venue. It kind of fits orange soda. It's kind of grimy. I won't say the turnout was the best for that orange soda, but me and don't fret had probably had one of our best sets ever. And I don't know what it was about mine. I think it's because I was drunk. Because <laughs> I really don't drink no more when I DJ. So that's probably what it was. Um, the people that were there, and this is one thing I feel like Recio and Don't Fret probably haven't experienced just because of the nature of how I've brought them along. But I've been in plenty of venues at plenty of events DJing for nobody. Like literally DJing for the staff there because nobody came. Or DJing for like 10 people. I don't think they've ever experienced that. So in in those moments, I'm still trying to get my shit off. Because I'm like, even the people that's in here are going to, I'm going to leave them with a good impression. Like, so the staff's going to be like, oh, he was in there going in, even though nobody was there. So they remember that next time they think about a DJ. So, I mean, there was probably like 100 people at Orange Soda in Cincinnati. So not our normal turnout, but it wasn't empty. But there was enough people in there to have a good time, and I was definitely going to leave an impression because, you know, we in a new city. So um, we had a security and everybody there said so we killed it. So that was the main goal uh, when it came to OSNC, and we definitely going to go back. Maybe not the same venue. That's another thing about venues. Like, when you're trying to promote a party, you have to consider parking because me, if the parking bad, I'm going to circle the block two times, and I'm going home. Like, I don't care who it is. <laughs> There's some concerts I skip because I'm like, man, I don't want to deal with parking and traffic, so I'm going to just sell my tickets. But anyways, since he was cool, um, and then now, we're, now we're caught up to this past weekend, which on Saturday I had the uh, had the extreme pleasure of DJing the um, tailgate for the OSU game, sponsored by Waves Runner Surf Club, 106.7 The Beat. Um, it was a garage right off of Lane Avenue, fully decked out though. There was sound system, full bar, um, games, couches, TVs. It was dope, except for the fact that there was only like 10 people there until three o'clock. I was there from one to four and people came. It turned up a little bit, but the game was also at seven. So it might've been too early, but that was a good experience. Um, and like I said, I don't, I don't care who there. I'm going to make sure I get my shit off so that the people that are there listening is like, okay, I, I hear you in here going in. And I think some people appreciate that when you're like, they know that I could just half-ass because ain't nobody here, but they 
appreciate the fact that I'm still doing my job like it's packed in here. So when it, when it is opportunity to have another event, they know who to call. Um, but as I was ending my gig, uh, don't fret, it, it was her birthday. So friends of hers put together a bar crawl. And when I left the tailgate, I went straight over there to the bar crawl. And we had a time. Uh, we was going to various bars in the short north, getting drunk. And then, you know, it was game day at Oddfellows, so uh, the homie DJ Chase was there, so we had to pull up on CG and see what was up. So we went there just because we was already out, and, you know, um, Reva with her being her birthday, you know, Reva, uh, don't forget, really likes DJing. I don't know if you guys know that, but kind of like me. Like, I really like playing music. And so she was like, you know, nothing would make me happier than on my birthday to be at a place of music for the people. And I'm like, ah, I know how I am when I'm like barely can stand up drunk. I'm like, I probably shouldn't be playing no music at all. But, you know, Chase let her jump on. Big shout out to Chase for that. Uh, I'm sure that, I, that definitely made her day. I don't know if Chase knows that, but that definitely made her day. I know this for a fact. So um, she got on and killed it. She got on for like maybe an hour. Then he jumped. By the way, you know, the OSU game was oh over at as soon as it hit 21-0 it was over so it was like usually when you do odd fellows it's like play the game sound during the game i'm sorry play the game sound during the game and commercials play music but once it's 21 nothing it's just all party so um she turned that bitch up as as expected and uh he got back on she had more to drink and she wanted to get back on he let her get back on she did her thing it was packed Everybody was partying, um, and, and I think that was important because she was in front of a crowd that was uh, mainly new for her, and she, I feel like she left a good impression. All right, yeah, like I said, it's Im- it's important to make a good impression um, in front of people, you know, when it's your first time, and I feel like she did that. So, shout out to her, kudos to her, and that was yesterday, and now here we are. I'm sure she's somewhere hungover, and, you know, I'm here recording a podcast solo. <laughs> Also, another thing that happened since the last time we recorded, I had the pleasure of being a guest on Needle to the Groove. That's uh, another DJ podcast hosted by your boy Trap Dave. So shout out to him. He had me on there. We had a lot of good DJ nerd talk. So if you haven't checked out that episode, please check it out. I do want to clarify one thing on there. I feel like Trap said, maybe he was just gassing me up. I don't know. That I was dissing vinyl. I'm not dissing vinyl. If you use vinyl, that's great. I have vinyl. I play vinyl in my house sometimes. That's cool. My point is, you can't use that to separate yourself as being better than somebody else because you use vinyl. Like That's cool if you do. Like Some people will drive with their feet. But as long as you get to your destination, like does it really matter? Are you cooler than me because you can drive a stick shift car or... Because you develop film and you don't use digital cameras. That's cool. Like, like, what's the goal of those? It's rocking a party, right? You can do that with a controller. You can do that with turntables. Um, if somebody uses CDJs, are they not a good DJ? I just don't see why controllers get a bad rap, but CDJs don't. It's just controllers. If I use Rain 1s and uh, Rain turn, a Rain Mixer... 
is that better than a controller? Because it's literally, I mean, it's not vinyl. It's not needle on a record. If I use needle on a record and I use Serato, um, is that frowned upon as well? Because that's not a real record. If you use a laptop at all, like, it's just all this stuff, like, I think people, especially in Columbus, try to use DJing or not even, like, I think I think it's a thing with the city we live in that people just don't like being regular. They don't like having regular jobs, going home and doing regular stuff and coming out and being in, in awe of somebody else that's expressing their talent. It's like, oh, I DJ too, I rap too, I take pictures too. Well, let me... How can I separate myself from the other person? So they did oh, well, I, well, I really rap. I really DJ because I do it X, Y, Z way. All that stuff don't matter. At the end of the day, like, just be creative. If people fuck with it, they fuck with it. If people want to pay you for that, they'll pay you for that. Um, people talk about competition. Like, this is not a competition. I'll give you a prime example because uh, I heard on uh Another podcast about like you know there's a way to see who's a better DJ like there's a way to see, see who's a, who, who's a better rapper that's the battle. Uh, not really, you know. I watch battle rap all the time. You think uh, think somebody like Drake could jump into a battle rap and win against one of these other battle rappers? And in a case like that, like if you can battle rap, cool. That mean that mean you can make good songs or good music or good albums. Same thing with a DJ battle. You might be able to win a DJ battle, but that don't make you a better DJ. It just makes you a winner of that battle. And also, if you win a local DJ battle, then what? Are you going to use that to get booked? Or are you going to be like, oh, yeah, I, I, I beat so-and-so? Or I was the I was the one that battle burned and I beat him, so I should get booked. They don't look at you like... Fuck out of here. <laughs> so, and same thing goes for me. Like, I don't get no point saying I'm I'm, I'm better than XYZ. I don't go into no venues like, hey, you should book me for this because I think I'm better than DJ so-and-so. Nobody gives a fuck about that. Like, we got to get this straight. Like, DJing, what are you in DJing for? Are you in it for the culture, for the creativity? Are you in it for the passion? Or are you in it for the, for the business? And we got to get it straight on what's what. Um, but yeah, man. Big shout out to Trav Dave and his podcast. A lot of people hit me up and said they appreciate my perspective on DJing. And a lot, it's a lot of DJs I didn't know. So big shout out to them. Um, and definitely check it out. Needle to the Groove. Uh, check it out on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get podcasts from. Also, check out what we talking about podcast. Shout out to them over there. Reese, Dez, Blaze, Trav. I'll take a real quick break and talk about this mix I just did. I, I just put out a mix called Summertime Sunsets Part 3. Um, it's Part 3 because the first two mixes was on my old podcast, WBRN Radio. And people liked them a lot. So, it's just some summertime feel-good music. I put it out because summer just ended, so... You know, it's a sunset on summer, obviously. I put out a, a little video. Shout out to Rigby Media for helping me shoot that. I tried to do it on a rooftop of Columbus, but obviously you can't. Apparently you can't get on rooftop garages without some kind of pass or permit. <laughs> so we did it in the garage. But it's a good backdrop of Columbus in the background. 
good selection of songs. It's about 30 minutes. Um, by the time this podcast comes out, by the time you're hearing this, I'm making a full one-hour audio-only mix of that that you'll be able to listen to on SoundCloud. Um, so definitely check that out. It's October. It's my birthday month. A lot of upcom- upcoming gigs coming up for me. Uh, specifically, I don't, I'm like they, you know, the other two got their own calendar. Um, OSU Black Tie Affair is coming up fr- this Friday, September 30th. I'm really happy about this because I really wanted to do this party for a very long time um, because of the demographic. And there's people I know that were that's coming to party and they were in college about around the same, like we're around the same age, so I know what they want to hear. So I'm all for doing this party. Like I said, I've been wanting to do this for a very long time. Big shout out to them for hitting me up and uh, putting me on the bill. So Friday, September 30th is that forum. Uh, the following day, I'm doing a Reynoldsburg High School homecoming, which I'm really happy about that too as well. Um, this is the first, no, it's the second homecoming I've done. The first one I did was in Cleveland, and I did not have the correct audio system for that. It was not loud enough. So now I'm fully equipped. I'm ready to go. I, I got all the equipment I need. Um, and I'm going to turn Reynoldsburg upside down. They said it's going to be a crowd of 1,300. I don't know how true that is, but... This might also be the biggest. It's the biggest crowd of DJ. No, no, no. But it's one of the biggest. So that's on Saturday from 7 to 10. Uh, on Sunday, the grand opening weekend of Noir, Ultra Lounge. Big shout out to Dre, DB, and all them. I'm doing a brunch day party on Sunday. Uh, and then we got Halloween coming up. Orange Soda Halloween, October 28th at scully's costume party last halloween we did 600 people i think pre-sale so we're trying to do that this year as well it's gonna be a costume party it's gonna be a good time i got some special stuff like i said you know i've uh more recently been more intentional about preparing my sets and the things that i do and so i want to make sure every dj experience that you guys get from me is unique and well thought out so halloween is definitely going to be that um, and there's some other stuff in between that hasn't been announced yet, but that's the most recent stuff. So definitely show up and show out if you can. Um, we still got a couple of interviews in the tuck of people we want to talk to on this podcast and some other topics that we want to get to as far as, uh, we still got the no request interview in the tuck cause I don't think people realize how annoying their requests can be and how entitled it's the entitlement that's caused us to get to this point. But I will say I was listening to a interview with uh DJ red alert, you know, the OG, the pioneer. And he was talking about how people can come up to him and put their phone in his face and ask for a request. So I'm like, if it happened to him, like it, it, it happens to everybody. So I can't even get mad at it. I just ignore it. That's one thing I learned from uh, Corey Grant. Like, that's another thing that's interesting is how people turn down requests and watching Corey turn down requests. Like, Corey, the nicest guy, the most chill guy, but he was obviously annoyed that some people was asking for a Kid Cudi in a space where, I mean, that just wasn't in, in, in the groove he was in. So I hate that we got to put up no request signs, but that might be the only way to get through to people. Like, I'm not taking your goofy-ass requests. Please leave me alone. Um, but anyways, yeah, we got some more stuff coming out. Um, 
hopefully this hopefully y'all haven't checked out and you're still listening to these episodes but if you do we appreciate it rate like us rate us subscribe all that you see us out in public shout out to us um big shout out to don't fret ratio also shout out to uh, dj double o um dj black he's coming up and shout out to the young lady that came up to me last night and asked me <clears throat> and asked me if i did shadowing because there's about to be another one who you know i hope they're gonna take under my wing and uh as long as they're passionate take under my under my wing and we can go ahead and uh get busy and i can share this dj knowledge with more people I felt like I'm missing something I want to talk about. Oh, I want to talk about new music, but I mean, to be honest, I feel like the music industry these days, these days are, is driven by singles and not actually albums. So I can't even tell you like the next time, the last time an album, like, like Ari Lennox album was dope. That just came out. ESTG album came out. That's dope. Um, but yeah, it's like it's not a lot of. Uh, I feel like artists aren't album based these days. Am I wrong? Like, like, like y'all let me know. Uh, Money Long just put out an album. Cameron A Track. Uh, shout out to Lucky. He just put an album out. Um. That's it. Oh. oh, that's a DJ mix. Shout out to these DJ mixes on Apple. I'm gonna find out how to get. <laughs> Let me get my shot on this boy. You know, I'm trying to get on here. Anyways, um, free game. Like I said, go check out the venue. If you ain't never been there before, go check the venue out. Make sure you got the right equipment for the venue. Always ask, especially with weddings. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I skipped over one of the weddings I did. I'm glad I remember. Um, so this was in uh, Lima at a convention center, which is cool. I I did a wedding at Vest Memorial here, so that was cool. Didn't know it was like pretty much in the lobby of the convention center. And it was three floors, literally three floors. There was a third floor of tables for guests. Um, but the bridal party was on the main floor. I was on the second floor at a balcony overlooking the uh, main floor. That, 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 I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know how that happened. And so what was wild about it is um, obviously I got, I got this big-ass subwoofer and these 15-inch speakers. I got a dolly, and there was an elevator, but... On the second floor, the tables was blocking any dolly route to the balcony. Um, so then I was like, okay, I just go to the third floor and bring my equipment down, walk it down. Wrong. So I damn near had to carry my shit up two flights of stairs and down two flights of stairs when it was over. Um, and that just, I mean, there was no other place to put me. So no, I mean... I guess just knowing that also, I, I, you know, I got like a DJ booth type setup thing for weddings to make it look more official. But I was in the balcony. No, like I damn near didn't have to change my clothes because nobody could see me. All you hear was the music. Um, 
So yeah, I definitely should have thought about that beforehand. Also, make sure you're very intentional about the time slots you put on the contract. I think I put an open time slot just because she didn't know the time for the reception. And so I was like, oh, we'll just put 4 to 12. And I never changed it. And I was there from 4 to 11.30. At one point, I was just sitting down. So I'm like, man, I'm tired. My, my dog's just barking. So, yeah, the free game is, yeah, go check the venue out before you go. And to put you on segment where we put you on the music that you should know about man follow me on soundcloud this summertime sunsets volume three part three mix is um i enjoy it so i think you'll enjoy it i started off with a little blend of a uh, charles gambino summertime and uh, kendra lamar die hard it's, it's a nice blend if you ask me so check that out uh, once again thanks for tuning in big shout out to Recio. don't fret We'll be back. Somebody's going to be back next week. Either it's going to be the three of us, two of us, or just me talking to myself again. But please keep keep tuning in. If you're listening and you got any questions for the team, hit us up on social media and we'll answer DJ-related questions. Whatever. But that's it. Peace.